Hi everyone, welcome to the Unleashing Brilliance podcast. I'm your host Janine Garner and I've pulled together some of the greatest minds from around the globe to help inspire you to release your own brilliance into the world. Whether we are talking to entrepreneurs, business owners or just some all-round awesome people, I can guarantee these conversations will help you start thinking about how you can create more impact in the work that you do. A mix of incredible interviews and my own personal musings, join me from wherever you are to begin the journey to unleashing your own brilliance into the world. Welcome to the latest episode of Unleashing Brilliance. I'm your host, Janine Garner, and it is such a pleasure to welcome you to today's episode. This is quite a powerful episode. Uh, I love this conversation today with Heather Roberts. Heather Roberts is a seasoned entrepreneur and business mentor, and she specializes in helping high-achieving women create a business that aligns with their busy lifestyle. What I loved about this conversation was um, Heather sharing what she has learned uh, with over her 16 years of experience building and exiting successful seven-figure businesses, um, including a business called RSG Sales, which is an e-commerce agency, and e-by-design, which is a top five pillow supplier with brands such as Wayfair. Um, So what I loved is is the fact that we we tapped into that incredible experience, her experience as a stay-at-home mom, her experience as a multiple entrepreneur, her experience working with her husband, her experience of selling those businesses and really dove deeply into her learnings along the way. And as a result of that, what she is noticing moving forward when it comes to women and how they are working um, and resulting in the work that she's doing now. She shares that, you know, she understands that one of her strengths is implementing efficient systems um, and building revenue generating activities, but also offering guidance around prioritizing personal needs and overcoming limiting beliefs. For her, as she shares in this podcast, you know, she was raised to essentially be a wife and be a mother. And through the course of her life to now, there are so many stories in here of how she has challenged that uh, level of conformity to do what she is doing now, which is being passionate about helping women customize their lives and businesses to fit their unique desires. Um, She talks in here about being a stepping stone for other people and challenges all of us to think about another way of working that actually works best for each of us, knowing that that way of working is unique to each of us. Heather is passionate about teaching extraordinary women how to beat burnout and find balance. Um, She's also the host of her own podcast. Make sure you check it out, Boundaries, Business and Boobs. And her work is all about helping female leaders who are looking to break free from traditional expectations to find the time for themselves. Uh, Enjoy, as I said, powerful episode. Uh, Pull up a seat, turn up that volume and enjoy. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Well, hello, everyone, and I cannot even begin to explain how thrilled I am that uh, my latest guest, Heather Roberts, is joining me today. Heather, hello. How are you? I am fabulous, and I'm so excited to be here. I just can't believe, like, as some of you are probably picking up, Heather is not from my part of the world, which actually means that as we're recording this, Heather is probably got so much caffeine in her to stay awake, whilst for me, it's like the middle of the day. Heather, can you uh, just let everybody uh, tune in to where you're dialing in from today? So I'm outside of Charlotte, North Carolina in the US, and seriously, I'm in my jammies. (laughs) Normally, I'm like, oh, I'm out. I'm asleep by now, usually. And it's only like quarter of 10 at night, but yeah, I'm I'm an early bird. Oh, we all know how important sleep is. Um, I'm super excited for our conversation today. Um, for those of you that are listening in, just to give you a little bit of background, I uh, I had the absolute pleasure of uh, connecting with Heather 
um, over these last couple of years, we are moving in similar circles uh, from a business point of view. And, and you know, sometimes you come across people that you just really connect with, not just on a work perspective, but just on an understanding of where you're at in your stage of life. And uh, particularly through the COVID years, I have had some pretty interesting times, challenging times with my teenage kids. And uh, Heather, I think that's when we first connected. You just got me. You just you just yeah. saw what pain I was going through yeah. in terms of navigating the joys of a teenage children through COVID. So thank yeah. you for that. It's, but it's one of those things um, that particularly as women in, in business, unless, unless we get people in our world that get us, we hide all that stuff, right? I'm sure in, in, in your incredible experience, you've come across this a lot in terms of women looking like one thing on the outside, holding a business together, and then there's other stuff going on in their life. Have you? Do you see much of that in your world? Oh, gosh. It's like they have like this tape that's holding it all together, and if they just breathe wrong, it's all going to blow apart. And yeah, and I think the thing that I have noticed is we need to let it blow apart. Like we, we, we really, really need to have the conversations that open up the tape. Mm. Mm. Now, this isn't some amazing wisdom that you've just woken up with one morning, is it? Because... You're, you're a phenomenal entrepreneur. Um, can you share with people just a little bit about, you know, where you've come from, the history of you? And then we, I, I really want to delve into this wisdom that you've got now and the work that you're doing now. So I, I kind of don't like to, I'm not the person who's like, oh, I do this, I do that. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom for 14 years. And my husband and I decided that corporate wasn't going to be for us anymore. He had the corporate job. We moved, oh God, in the first five years we were married, we moved six times. And that's a lot. Um, And in 2007, uh, he was in a situation where the president who had hired him um, got let go. And the new guy wanted all of his own people. Totally. I mean, we all understand and can relate to that. Um, and that began the conversation of, well, what can we do that is different? And that led to us co-founding um, RSG Sales, which is a uh, ag- agency slash consulting company that helps home decor and furniture suppliers grow their online business in the U.S. So that's like Wayfair, Amazon, Target, Home Depot, all of those things. Here's the thing, though. After about six, seven years of that, I was like, I am doing a lot for the other people and I wanted to try my own hand at a product-based business. So I started um, E-By-Design, which was a decorative throw pillow company, and I started it literally at our kitchen table and um, was really fortunate to grow it to be a top five um, pillow supplier at Wayfair within two and a half years. And then I had another realization. (laughs) After six years, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. So like, I don't want to do this but I had put systems in place um, and made it a business in a box. So I was able to sell it for a great exit 
and the company is still doing amazing, but it made me realize that I'm a systems person mm-hmm. who also wants balance in my life. So that's where I am now. So your story, That was a lot. Not, it's a lot, but equally there's so much more in that. That's, and this is what I hear all the time, particularly with the clients that I work with who are predominantly, um, you know, that that 40-plus age. Yeah. They've worked corporately. Uh, they've either left corporate because of burnout or something's happened that's uh, made them go, something's got to change here, or alternatively their side hustle's taking off. But but there's this core driver of almost like full stop next, full stop next. Yes. Um, and yet, and yet it, it takes a lot of courage to, to change that stuff. And you know, in, in each of those moments of, you know, the, the, the working corporately, the traveling the world and moving with your husband and then setting up the business and then, you know, setting up a business to sell. And now this, this, this work that you do now at every single point, you've not just had the awareness that something's got to change, but you've done something about it. I'm curious, Heather, in, in, in the work that you have done and just reflecting on that and the clients that you work with now, what is the difference between the likes of you and me that keep reinventing themselves and people that are individuals that, that, that find it hard to make that shift from your perspective? Oh, okay, golly. So great question. Um, I think it's fear. Yeah. I think that the women I work with now have been fearful of making that bold change. And it's really funny because I was raised in the south of the U.S. And I was raised to be a wife and a mother. Like literally, that was the sum total of the goals of my parents had for me. And to talk to women now and be like, oh gosh, you have this experience and that experience and so many sum totals of, you know, of life, they don't realize that there's a bigger thing out there. And I actually attribute um, my like stumbling journey of an entrepreneur to realize there's more. And I was always the person who, I was the one who was the team mom. I was the homeroom mom. If you're in the U.S., you know what that means. Um, I, you know, I was the doer. I was the PTA president. I was all of that. What I've realized is all of those skills have actually made me a better entrepreneur. And made me a better um, leader. Hmm. Hmm. So there's a couple of points I want to pick up on there. Um, so many things there. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I had a conversation recently with the women in my world, in my Elevate and Inner Circle community, because particularly towards the end of the year, there was a significant amount of, of exhaustion. Um, yeah. I think there's continued for many uh, doubt, self-doubt and self-belief, lack of self-belief kicks in. 
And, um, you know, the thing that thing that drives me to do my work is quite honestly, I am I am just fed up of of these incredibly awesome female business owners that are dragging their asses across the finish line and yeah. some of them financially really struggling. And that's really why my life mission now is about helping women build profitable businesses mm-hmm. where it doesn't become shackles around their ankles and where it doesn't negatively impact their lifestyle. And and this this conversation that I was having with my community, which I have no doubt as you have with yours, is, you know, literally getting them to reflect. Maybe anyone that's listening here, just take a moment and just reflect on, you know, how how long have you been working? Not in terms of what you're doing now, but in terms yeah. of since the moment you first started work. And for me, you yeah. know, I, I I think I might have started doing a paper round at the age of 14, which then led mm-hmm. into part-time jobs. But, you know, well, I'll put it out there. I'm turning 52 this year. That's a lot of decades of working. And, um, and what was really fascinating, Heather, is um, when we then calculated the sum of experience, we were talking centuries, mm-hmm. centuries and centuries. And so, so a bit like you, you were asking your, your clients, it was like, what, what I go, what, what gives us the right when you've had centuries of winning, of losing, of influencing, of, of learning, of of celebrating, of launching, of uh, transitioning through life, of all of this experience, you know, why do you not believe you can do it? Um, And who says that we have to do it in a certain way? Like, you've already got it. And and I guess you've got me 100%. You know, I'm in your corner totally, totally, totally with you on this because I think that there is is a new way of working and there is a new way of of building business and there's a new Mm -hmm. way of living and breathing in that. And and the second piece I just want to pick up on is this fear fear place, fear place, which Mm -hmm. stops it. So so bringing it back to what, what you're doing now, and and this vision, this mission. Can you just share what what is? I heard you share this in a community mm-hmm. that we're part of the other day, and I went, yes. What is it? What is this mission? What is this driver that you have right now, Heather? Um, my mission it it's actually a promise I made to myself, which is in 2023 to reach 1,000 women and say to them. There is a new way. Mm-hmm. You actually don't need to have built the business that maybe your forefathers, and I mean literally mean forefathers. So your 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 dad or your grandfather or whatever built. There's a new way. And I'm not gonna say I have all the answers. I, I I'm not like I know that, but I do know that there is a new way that women, especially when we were over 40, we have lived life and we have built things, but we built them after a formula that maybe doesn't work. Because we have children, we have, you know, maybe parents or life. There's just life that we have to take care of. So what I want to do in my promise I made to myself was I want to reach 1,000 women and say to them, hey, there's kind of another way you can do this and it's not going to be the way that works for me or the way that works for Janine or the way that's going to work for Sue or Anne or Mary or whoever but it's the way that's going to work for you and that's really the message I want to make that we don't have to do it in the traditional way, we can find a new way. And why, why now, Heather? Why does this matter 
right now that this um, conversation is happening in your view? Couple of things. The obvious answer is the pandemic put it at the forefront. However, I'm going to go before that. I feel like this, this is a movement, and I'm going to call it a movement, which I haven't done before, that was bubbling under the surface maybe the pandemic put it to the forefront but I really 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 feel that this is a movement that would have happened regardless of the pandemic Mm. as women we have just, we've tried to do it all. Mm. And we can't. We can only be as good as we are in the moment. And we can't be all things to all people. That's not physically nor humanely possible. Mm. So maybe the pandemic put it in the conversation globally. I really, really think this was bubbling right under the surface. Uh, I couldn't agree more. And I'm curious, just to go a little bit deeper on that, when you say it's bubbling under the surface and it's almost like the pandemic lit the fire yeah why are you seeing this presenting itself you know what what did you notice the the women were doing experiencing struggling with that that you've identified as god we've got to do something about this there's got to be another way what did you notice so I'm going to tell a story about myself. Um, This was, okay. Oh gosh, this was about seven years ago. And um, my husband and I had had our business we did together. However, he had left to explore another great opportunity for him. And I was growing our agency and consulting business for home decor and furniture suppliers that um, wanted to sell online. I am also sitting in my bed and I was president of the PTA. I was team mom for my daughter's volleyball team. I was team mom for my son's basketball team. And I was heavily involved in my younger daughter's team. It's a lot of stuff. (laughs) It was 3 a.m. and I'm sending out emails, both personally and professionally. Mm. And Um, my kids have gone to private school and I had the head of the upper school, which in the U S is like nine plus, uh, nine and 12 grades say to me, what are you doing? Sending emails at 3 AM. That was a huge aha moment for me. Because I realized that I had no, like, I'm trying to do everything for everybody, Mm. right? I had no boundaries. I had no, no nothing. I'm just trying to keep all the balls in the air. 
So this doesn't exactly answer your question, Janine, but that was a big aha moment for me. Uh, And I think there are many listening here that will be able to relate. Um, I know I, towards the end of last year, I was running a big training program for a professional services company, 80 women in the room, all senior, senior. And we were talking about what you just alluded to, the the lack of boundaries. And what fascinates me is we know, we know this stuff. Um, Uh But again, the conversation was very much like you just shared there of, you know, I get home, I do this, I do that. And then I go back online and I'm working till two o'clock because it's the only way I can keep on top of it. Um, Uh I get, I mean, what, what is it that, because this is where really the space that you're heading into now is this, this Uh passion got around in fact you're I love the title of your new podcast boundaries Mm -hmm. and boobs um because Mm -hmm. essentially it relates to these these boundary piece this boundary piece um what why do why do we not prioritize our own boundaries do you think because we don't value ourselves Mm. we don't think we deserve it We don't think we're worth it. And for me, I had like a huge breakthrough, aha, whatever you want to call it, when uh, one of my daughters looked at me and said, Mom, um, you expect this from me, but you don't do it for yourself. Oh, wow. How did that make you feel? Uh, number one, like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number two, I had a kind of a proud mom moment that, oh, okay. I've imparted something that I've had a hard time implementing at times. And that for me actually became the foundation for, wait, why, why are we taking this as women? Why are we not putting ourselves first? Why are we not expecting this from other people? So, yeah. So, I credit my youngest daughter, Kate, who has always been my truth teller to say to me, um, yeah, why are you not doing this? So are you inspired to step up to take massive action in your own business? Maybe you're feeling like the world's best kept secret and a little bit invisible right now. Or maybe you're frustrated at your lack of progress and want to win more at work and succeed more in life. Maybe it's about being ready to welcome more sales and more profit finally into your business. If you're interested in finding out more about my work, check me out on all the usual social platform suspects or email me at support at and let's set up a time to chat about how I can help you. That's incredible. Our children are the, the an incredible gift. I don't know if I've ever shared with you the story. I won't go into it in detail here, but one of my aha moments, life-changing moments, was when my five-year-old daughter uh, said to me after coming home, you know, Mommy, why are you so busy? And I reeled off, well, you know, the education I've got this big job it's about earning money so that we can go on holiday blah 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 blah. and then she looked at me and I can still see the moment she looked at me and she went but why are you so unhappy and it was like gosh am I putting out there Um, and for me and much like you it was one of those moments where I went oh my gosh if I am if I'm going to be part of this change, if I want to try and inspire 
this next generation of women around me to do things differently. I've got to do it myself because my my unconscious working behavior just keep going, keep going, keep going, and people please, and give back, and jump online at the weekends, and jump online yeah. at night. And of course, probably much like your daughter, she went. I can imagine like where's where's the inspiration to to do what I did? There's none there. Um, so so. Do you think it's fear? Do you think it's we're trying to keep up? Do you think it's comparisonitis? Do you think it's a fear of saying no? Like what what is it, Heather, that that makes it so hard, particularly for for women and women in corporate or in their own businesses to look after their boundaries? And I guess the second part of this question is, is are we any different to our beautiful uh, male counterparts is it a human thing or do you think it is a specific female thing that we're just not very good at managing our boundaries <laughs> oh my gosh okay such a loaded question um okay number one I actually think this is going to be so unpopular. Um, I like throwing rocks at stuff. I, I think it is a pressure we put on ourselves. Yeah. To a certain degree. I believe that if you are a woman over, I'm going to say 40-ish plus, you were raised in a certain way and we had certain expectations that were put on us. Um, and if you went into corporate, it was compounded and compounded and compounded. I think that somewhere along the line, we felt like you had to give up yourself in order to perform or tow the company line. It's yeah. not a popular thing to say, but I kind of think it is. No, I, I, I tend to have a similar thought process. I am a you know, 20 year corporate veteran. Yeah. And um, I was that generation that entered the workforce in the eighties where it was all, you know, power yeah. dressing and, and the only role models I had were amazing male leaders and yeah. incredibly strong, powerful women. What I didn't see was women like me uh, necessarily, yeah. nor did I, nor was I part of any conversations around personal development, family, balance, yeah. health, et cetera. And so, you know, I I, I can absolutely um, see how that resulted in me becoming a workaholic, mm -hmm. uh, um, getting rewarded for that workaholism, mm -hmm. um, that work came first, that everyone else came first, um, you know, as well as, you know, the generational thing. And, and personally, it's, it's taken a lot of our hard moments and resetting and rethinking to get those boundaries back. It's an ongoing process. But, but what worries me more is that we are seeing increasingly out there in society on a global scale, the pandemic around burnout, yeah. the pandemic around a lack of well-being, um, increased stress and anxiety levels. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, your work that you're doing right now around supporting women to put more boundaries pl in place, I think is critical for themselves, for their families, for their children, for their work, for their clients, so that they can actually be at their best. Um, from the work that you're doing now, um, what are, you've also got your own podcast and you've spoken to some incredible people on that podcast, Boundaries, Business and Booze. Make sure you check it out, listeners. Um, what are you hearing as the general consensus around what needs to happen? What's that shift? I'm really interested and curious to hear from you. What is that point where people go enough 
and then I'm doing it this way. And what do we need to do to help ourselves get to that place? Because I'm sure people are listening going, okay, how do I do this? <laughs> so what do you, know, you okay. know? Great, great question. Um, I think the first thing that I'm hearing is um, how do you define boundaries for yourself? Because it's so different for each person. I mean, I've interviewed a a bunch of wonderful, amazing women, but their definition of how they define boundaries is so different for each of them and about what's important to them. So that's my first thing. Um, My second thing is it's a work in progress. It's not something that you're going to master tomorrow, but it's about being better every day. Every day is a new opportunity. And I mean, I don't do this well every day. You know, I have good days and I have bad days, but I try every day. And I think that's the second thing. The third thing is giving yourself the grace to understand that it's a work in progress. Mm. Yeah. And what sort of you know, when you think about those guests that you've had on your podcast, Heather, what are some of the the memorable uh, examples where your guests went, no more of X, this is my new boundary? So, for example, for me, I, I realised coming into this year that I have to maintain my boundaries around the days that I'm working and the days that I'm not around the clients that Mm -hmm. I serve clients I don't around finishing work around bedtime like get just getting really clear because last year it'd be like oh no we can of course I can see you at that time of course I can Mm -hmm. suddenly I'm wondering Christmas and I'm exhausted what what other examples have you got have you got anyone that just springs to mind from your yes I have a couple of amazing examples. So my very first podcast interview was with Jennifer Shelley. She, um, I've had the opportunity of knowing her for 15 years. Um, And she has an organization that helps um, middle school and high school girls. It's called Love progress park. Um, and it helps, um, middle school and high school girls learn the skill set that a lot of, I'm just going to say boys have the opportunity to learn, um, in a kind of NBA style, uh, situation. So here's what I have learned from her. Number one, understand the people that are around you, meaning um, you can't, hmm, how do I word this better? Um, Meaning if you want to help a certain group of people, make sure you understand what that group of people are all about. Mm -hmm. So middle school and high school girls, there are a lot of skills that they need to learn and they need to learn in a leadership capacity. So put them in a situation that they can mimic people around them. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, Second thing um, would be... No matter what tragic event has happened to you, 
It does not define you. Um, I had the opportunity to speak with Danielle Ratcliffe and when she was younger, she was raped and it resulted in suicide attempts that, uh, thank God did not result in the end of her life. She now can look at that and say, the rape. It was independent of her. So the thing I took from her was the things in your life don't define you. And that's kind of, that's, that's a biggie. That is a um, The third thing I would say is, and every woman I have interviewed, do not stop trying to reach the goal you have set for yourself. Even if you think that goal may be out of reach because you are setting the stepping stones for another person. So meaning if Jennifer Shiley had not overcome the things that she did in her teenage years, she would have not formed this organization to help middle school and high school girls to be able to find their voice and their potential leadership abilities and understand what that leadership abilities are in situations that are normally presented to young men. Danielle Radcliffe, if she had not experienced um, the rape and the subsequent suicide attempt, she would not be in a situation that she is helping other young women to understand that it doesn't define them. And moving forward from that, um, helping small businesses in a way that she never imagined. And then fast forward, I'm going to even say, uh, it's going to sound silly, but I I have interviewed a young lady who um, owns a, is a co-owner of a company who does short-term rentals, like Airbnb type stuff. She got her start in corporate and she was um, like, she was a a manager of like 20 some men who were like, you know, in a warehouse kind of situation. And they're like, you're 25 and what do you know? And she was like, I'm in there, I'm moving the boxes, I am moving the pallets, I am doing this to prove to these men that I've got their back. So I think the common thread is all of these women, they have put themselves out there and they understood um, that they've got each other's back. And these women have all had other people build on top of them. Ooh, that was a little deep. Sorry. Oh, no, I love it. And uh, my next question really goes on from that because you've taught and shared, and thank you for sharing, three incredible stories there. And that golden thread running through of essentially a a level of responsibility, a level of duty Mm -hmm. that we Mm -hmm. have 
to become a stepping stone for another person. So my natural question on from this is, you know, given your experience, given the various things that you have done already uh, with your life and, and given this, this commitment that you have right now of, of teaching women to, um, to beat burnout, to find better balance, to set more boundaries, to, to finally break free. What's your wish, Heather? What do you want to be a stepping stone for? My wish and my promise to myself is that we as women can learn that we don't need to build a business or a life or a career in the traditional way that we're different. Like we're so different. Just from the fact that we're female, we're different. We have responsibilities um, in our personal life and our professional life. And, you know, there we have, we have children, we may have elderly parents, and then we have our business and our teams and all of that. But it doesn't have to look like a traditional business that has come before us. We are in a really, really unique position to build something else. And that is what I help women do. Um, It's what I've done. And I'm really, really passionate about helping people understand, helping women understand it can be different. And you've lived and breathed it and and continue to to show others how to, which which is is truly uh, inspiring. As as I wrap up, I'm really curious, what do your kids and your husband Mm. think about the work that you're doing now? Oh my gosh. Um, oh gosh. So my husband is my biggest supporter. <laughs> he literally is like the biggest cheerleader. Um, the thing that I think I'm most proud of is I, I was raised in an environment to be a wife. I was to be a wife. That was the sum total of my parents' goals for me. Um, I have raised my kids, daughters in particular, to be your own person, whatever that looks like. In turn, um, our son, who's in the middle, I have an oldest daughter and a youngest daughter and a son in the middle. And... Our son is drawn to um, very independent and strong personality. Mm. So be your own person. And like if my kids 20 years from now are like my mom wanted us to be our own person, Oh, I succeeded a thousand times over. Yeah, your job is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heather, there is so much depth to your experience. Um, it comes across so, so clearly the passion behind and the purpose behind the work that you do now. And, um, you know, 
it's it's already working its way across from across the ocean from the US to here mm. in terms of uh, myself and my community, and I want to thank you for that. I am sure there are people listening right now that are going, oh, my God, this woman's insane. Mm. How do I find mm-hmm. out about her? What's the best way for... Uh, people to hear a little more about your about you, what you do. Like, how can people find you? What's the best way? Best way would be to check out um, uh, my website, extraordinarywomen.co, or boundariesbusinessandboobs.com. Um, both of those can tell you all about me and what I do and lead you to my podcast that talks to women entrepreneurs who are living the life that we've been talking about. I love it. Thank you so much, Heather, for everything that you do, for the impact that you're already making and for the gift that you are giving every single day to help extraordinary women, um, break free from those traditional expectations to actually not only find time for themselves, but find time for their dreams, find time for those that they love, and find time to actually be and live the life that they want to live versus a version of it that someone else desires. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unleashing Brilliance. I hope you have new ideas on how to step into your own brilliance after listening today. For those of you who don't know, my own brilliance is helping businesswomen embrace their brilliance to achieve greater profits, align with their purpose, and create greater impact through their business. I've helped thousands of businesswomen leverage their networks, build rock-solid business plans, and break through the glass ceiling to become seven-figure business owners and you're looking to take your business to the next level and have these feelings stuck or all frustrated.